Well, this is a really interesting topic. So interesting, in fact, that you could have read an, something about this particular research in about a dozen or maybe more languages right around the world. While I was reading about it a little earlier today, I found articles in Vietnamese, French, Italian, Spanish, um, Arabic, um, everywhere, Quebec, all across this country as well. Here's what it's about. We know inflation numbers are out today, that we have to be a little wiser when we shop, grocery shopping as well, but just about everything as well. If things are tighter, if money's tighter, impulse buying isn't probably such a great idea these days. So one thing you may want to do to avoid impulse buying or harm your chances of making wise choices while shopping could be stopping for a coffee beforehand. Turns out that caffeine doesn't give you just a bit of a jolt. It may also cause you to... Uh, boost your impulse buys. Well, joining me now with more on this is Dipayan Biswas. He's a Frank, the Frank Harvey Endowed Professor of Marketing at the University of South Florida in the Muma College of Business there. Thank you so much for your time tonight. Thanks for having me. Glad to be here. This is a really interesting interesting topic. How, how did you come up with the hypothesis that, uh, that caffeine may impact the way that we, uh, that we shop or, that, or our impulses when we do? Yes, so uh, it's it's very interesting. So uh, caffeine has been studied a lot in the biological sciences, even a little bit in psychology, a lot in physiology, but there has practically been zero work in marketing or business contexts as to how caffeine affects our behavior, like shopping behavior. So I first got interested in the topic when I first started liking coffee a lot. I used to drink tea more than I switched to coffee a few years ago. So I, I found a lot of like research, in, as I said, in the biological sciences that shows like caffeine has a lot of physiological effects and it's not new. It has been shown for like several decades now, like at least two, three decades, 20, 30 years. Research studies have shown that caffeine, especially above a certain threshold level, like 30 mg caffeine, which is like half a cup of coffee, uh, releases dopamine in the brain that tends to excite us. So they call it um, energetic arousal, which is basically a state of excitement. So that got me thinking. So what happens is when you are in an excited state due to dopamine release, uh, we tend to lose self-control. We tend to get a little bit more impulsive in our behavior. We don't realize it. It's not conscious. It's subconscious, non-conscious, uh, and uh, but it happens. I mean, uh, literally dozens of studies have shown it. So I thought like if it helps, like if it leads to losing self-control and increases impulsivity, that should have effects on shopping behavior or purchase behavior. So uh, I got together a really great team of co-authors. So we ran our first field experiment at a store in France in collaboration with the store management. So what we did was a very simple experiment. So uh, like customers who came into the store on different days, actually within the same day, different time slots, and we counterbalanced everything. They either got um, caffeinated coffee or decaffeinated coffee. And that's it. And they were told like on the way out, we would just take a look at their receipt and the store management was fine with that. So what we noticed was when people had caffeine and when shopping, they ended up spending more and it was significantly more. Yeah, I, I, it was actually. I mean, from from that those experiments, the number was was relatively astounding, wasn't it? I think, uh, if I'm not mistaken, it was something like spend fifty percent more and buy a lot more stuff that you don't need. Is that about right? 
uh, there's variance across the studies, but you're right. I mean, it's a very significant number. Uh, like in, in one of the studies, we did see like a really steep increase, like uh, uh, 50% more. Uh, I mean, and it's often driven by like some people really like getting influenced by caffeine. Caffeine doesn't affect everyone in the same way, but some people are really affected a lot. But on average, yes. And, and um, like our studies, we saw a significant increase. So what's happening is, uh, what we also noticed is the spending is driven more by purchase of hedonic products, high hedonic products. What are hedonic products? Hedonic products are those that give us like uh, pleasure, fun, enjoyment, uh, like a fragrance, like a room freshener, like a back massager. So things that give us more fun, pleasure. It didn't affect sales of like what are low hedonic products or utilitarian products like uh, storage baskets. We actually coded the categories laundry basket, um, um, like file folders, paper notepads, those were, weren't affected by caffeine. But the um, like uh, uh, sort of bath, soaking bath, uh, like uh, scent, fragrances right. in general, those sales went up. I realized I also, I guess this isn't just a bricks and mortar issue because you also um, did some work uh, with online shopping and it turns out that some of your results were pretty much the same. Exactly. So uh, we did an amazing set of studies in different contexts, and uh, it's a very consistent set of findings. We always found consistent effects for caffeine consumption. So we have several field studies conducted in different countries, uh, France, Spain. Uh, we also have several lab studies. Uh, the ones reported in the paper are uh, were conducted in the U.S. and in France. And you're right; those were online shopping settings. So what we had in the lab was we brought in participants, and uh, 10, 15 minutes before they came into the lab, they were given a beverage that was either caffeinated or non-caffeinated. And then after they came in, they were given this shopping scenario, and they were asked to like make uh, purchases. And we saw the same thing. So it doesn't matter if it's brick and mortar online, the pattern holds. So there's a higher impulsivity. That's what's happening. Caffeine, when you drink caffeine, and, and the effects kick in pretty quickly, actually. Like according to some research studies, it kicks in within a few minutes. The peak is like after 15, 30 minutes after you have it. In some of our studies, we had uh, relatively high caffeine uh, consumption, like 100 mg, which is like one, over one cup. Uh, but in most of our studies, we had it at one cup coffee equivalent caffeine, and we saw the same effect. And we also, by the way, took measures on those excitement, uh, and those were high too. Like afterwards, when we asked them to fill out a, a battery of questions on how excited they felt, it was always, always consistently high for the people who had the caffeine versus the non-caffeinated group. So I might mightn't be surprised if you when you walk into your local store or your local shopping mall the next little while there's a you know, free coffee at the front door it wouldn't be wouldn't be such a bad uh, loss leader you would think what advice do you have for consumers then uh, uh, dip what should what should they be looking out for I guess the advice would be don't drink too much caffeine before you go shopping I suppose. Uh, I would give a more qualified response, but to your first point, you're correct. So my guess, again, I don't have definitive evidence on that. My guess is like some retail stores did some in-house experiments because it's a growing trend, which we actually highlight in our paper. Uh, a lot of retailers are now offering like free uh, caffeinated beverages at their stores. And uh, the coffee bars are becoming really common at retail stores. Like a lot of retail stores, at least in the U.S., have 
within on-premise um, coffee shops or coffee bars, as they're called, like Target has it, Barnes & Noble has it, Nordstrom has it. So it's becoming like a very mainstream trend now. So it could be just like they have in-house research. But let me also come uh, like give a more balanced response to your question. So it's true that, I mean, when you have caffeine, like you might end up making more unplanned purchases, which is not good for the long run, like in terms of financial like benefits. But at the same time, let's keep in mind, like caffeine does lead to energetic arousal, which is, uh, which is a very desirable state. So a higher level of excitement is a positive state for the body. It's not bad, again, within, um, within a certain range, like not too much caffeine, but a moderate range. So we also found people in general, as I said, we measured all those other uh, psychological effects and people are relatively like in a more positive mood. And that's not bad necessarily. So it depends on your goals. Like if you want to be in a good mood while shopping, it's not a bad thing to have caffeine. But I think what I would tell your uh, like listeners is be cognizant of the effects. Like, I mean, it's not a good idea to have unplanned purchases in any economy. It's good in the long run. They add up. So as long as you know that caffeine effect might affect your behavior and you're a little cognizant of that, that's good. I mean, having moderate amount of ca- caffeine and going shopping is not bad. Moderate ap- amounts of caffeine is actually good for the body in, in the long run. Yes, of course, everything in moderation, right? It's uh, kind exactly. of the, uh, yeah. Uh, you also, I mean, you do lots of really fascinating stuff. Uh, I was, I, I don't know, were you surprised at just how much attention um, that study on caffeine and shopping got. Again, I was looking through it today as I normally do. I'll just look to see where it's been covered. And it was literally covered all around the world. I was looking at an article in Vietnamese about, uh, about your study just now. I was looking at reading an article in French, another one from France, one from Quebec as well. Um, it really, it, people really did get very, uh, piqued a lot of curiosity. I think it's something we can all relate to. That's, um, to be honest, the in the first place, that's why I also got interested, excited in this uh, like topic idea. I, I have published a lot of papers, but this one was real fun running it. So I tried to make sure I didn't drink too much caffeine before running the study. I didn't want any implicit biases creeping in. But this is something we can all relate to. And uh, I wanted to be sure of the phenomenon, um, not only I, my, uh, the whole team. So we ran it, as I said, in different ways in different countries. Uh, but um, I mean, I, I'm, I'm pleasantly uh, like happy, but... Uh, not too surprising given the nature of the topic. Like um, most, uh, like we actually uh, provide the statistics in our paper, like a high percentage of the world population consumes caffeine every day. In the US, it's 85%. 85% of the entire population, not adult population, entire population. A lot of children are also getting caffeine every day. Maybe not from coffee, but from chocolates, uh, from a lot of over-the-counter medicines even, or definitely prescription medicines. Caffeine is everywhere. We are all getting it, and some consciously, some without knowing about it. So that's something we can all relate to. Like in in North America, we get it mostly from coffee. Um, Like in Africa, Asia, it's mostly from tea. Europe, it's mostly from coffee. But we all get caffeine every day, and we are getting very dependent on it. We like it. Some people are passionate about it. Um, and, And that's why I'm not too surprised about the media coverage. One thing I would add, though, like when we're talking about amount of caffeine, what we also noticed in our studies is people who drink a lot of caffeine every day, they are not affected by that one cup of extra coffee. So their shopping isn't affected. In other words, so uh, like uh, there's a small percentage of people we had across uh, multiple studies, we captured that. So about 15% of the people consume a really high amount of caffeine. And I'm talking like five, six cups a day. So more than like three cups a day. 
So for those people, it doesn't matter if they're in the non-caffeinated group or caffeinated group, their spending amount was the same. So they weren't affected because if you're already on so much caffeine every day, one more cup is not going to make a difference. The strongest effects are for the people who have between zero, one, and two cups a day. Those were the people who were really affected by that one extra cup of caffeine before shopping. So that's something also for people to keep in mind. That might also explain why I put your theory to the test, sort of. I, obviously, I'm not a control group. I'm a, a controlled group of one. But uh, I went to the grocery store this morning after my many cups of coffee in the morning, and I didn't feel the urge to buy anything. So it's probably because I drink too much coffee, which is um, which is what often often what people in my profession end up doing. Um, you, you do a lot of really fascinating work in sensory marketing. I, I, I would love to speak again because you've done some interesting work on music in restaurants, which I'm sure is a topic that absolutely everyone would love to talk about. So I look forward to having you back on the show again. Uh, thank you so much for your time tonight. Thank you. It was a pleasure. Thank you for having me.